Good morning. It is Thursday, November 7th, which means we have a week 11 college football review. We will also be tr taking a quick dive into the NFL and the college basketball world. Let's make this Thursday a great Thursday. Hopping right into it, Maryland versus Ohio State. What you got? Uh, Maryland is the 43.5-point underdogs, which is ridiculous. <laughs> They're uh, having a good year. <laughs> They look good. When they beat Syracuse, everyone's like, oh, they're good, but Syracuse is trash. Syracuse is just as bad as Ohio Syracuse. State has covered the last seven games. I have never seen a 43-and-a-half-point spread when one of the teams was at Rutgers. Maryland <laughs> has been alarmingly bad. But, like, 43-and-a-half, like, this is a noon game. I, like, I don't even think that they're going to be able to score 40. Or that's what I mean. They're going to, like, roll like, out of bed. Like, yeah. you don't have to try. They're going to win by 30. I just can't. I, 43 and a half is way too much for me. I like Maryland in this game. And I also like the under 65 because Maryland's not going to score at all. I was going to say, I wanted to make this thing the closest thing ever to a lock without making it a lock because 43 and a half points is just so many points. That's a ton. But when you have three Heisman favorites, basically. Yeah. Like, I can see why you get, are getting the 43.5 points. But, honestly, it's just way too much. Maryland's going to keep this game within 35, I hope. Yeah, and that seems like a safe Mar idea. And Maryland's going to cover. Yeah. Penn State at Minnesota. This is the big one. Uh, both teams coming off a bye, well-rested. Minnesota's played nobody. Their, hard, their toughest game is Nebraska at home. I like Penn State's defense. I think they're bigger in the trenches on both sides. I like them covering. Fair enough. Um, first of all, this is Minnesota's first time being 8-0 since 1941. So, really? They have been 8-0 before. That's surprising. So a little bravo, a little claps to them, proud of them. Um, I honestly love this Minnesota team. P.J. Fleck, the coach, is amazing. They just signed him to a seven-year contract extension, he was the former head coach at Western Michigan and turned that program around. Now he's turning Minnesota around in his third year, I believe, there. I have no idea. I didn't know Minnesota was a team until this season. Oh, this guy <laughs> This guy changed around the Western Michigan program, and now he's changing around the Minnesota program. This is going to be one to really mess with in a few years. Our freshman year, Western Michigan got gamed. I forgot. I think it was like the TCU game. They yeah. got gamed it over us. Oh. And there was like... 20 people like surrounding the bus and someone tweeted like my biology class is bigger than that hilarious but no that was yeah fuck western michigan yeah i was gonna say um definitely fuck western michigan but i do love this guy uh pj flack i think he's gonna be taking that program pretty far in a few years um uh, but with that being said uh penn state's running or penn state's defense is very good i know ronnie smith ran for 100 yards in the last five weeks but that doesn't matter Penn State's going to win this game by at least 10, so. I, so I just Minnesota. think they're the better team. Yeah, the, honestly, like, there's not much to say about it besides the better team. Baylor at TCU, plus two. Remember the Texas game, like, two or three weeks ago, it was, like, Texas at TCU, plus Even. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that reminds yeah. me of this. Baylor's had a lot of close calls this season. They have, like, three of the last four games like, three-point wins. Uh, Two-point spread. Anybody could, yet. Yeah, they haven't beat anyone either. A two-point spread could make the difference in a game like this. I don't know. I like TCU a lot at home. It's tough. Like, picking them yeah, together TCU by safety. Um, well, if they win by, like, one or, or if they win by two, it's a, it's a draw. 
basically, basically, we're saying the same thing about this game. Baylor hasn't played anybody yet. They struggled against very, 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 very bad teams, a.k.a. West Virginia. Yeah, that was at home, too. Yeah, so, um, and that was on a Thursday night, like, primetime game. Like, yeah, we, we didn't embarrass ourselves. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. We should have been embarrassed. We weren't embarrassed. That means Baylor's not as good as I thought because there's plenty of teams that have embarrassed us on our home field, let alone their home field. Um, I'm taking TCU to end Baylor's undefeated season. I just don't think Baylor's that good of a team, honestly. LSU at Bama, minus 6.5. This is the game of the year. This is probably the most excited I've been for a regular season game. I like how we both said this is the game of the year. Like, literally... (laughs) LSU at Bama, game of the it's, year. It is the game of the year. It's like the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. Uh, six and a half seems like a lot, right? I was very surprised by that number. I thought like it was going to be like three or even. Even? Well, I mean, the only reason that it's going to be even is because it's two versus three. Two was coming back from injury. Like... I can see them making it an easy Yeah, one. I guess if he's banged up, too. That's if what he's I mean. He's coming, he's coming back, and he's not... For what we know, he's quote-unquote healthy, but he had a high ankle sprain. That's not something that you return from in two weeks. Yeah. If he gets injured in this game, Mac Jones is the guy. Just think about that. Last season, Bama went to LSU as the 14.5-point favorites. I loved them. Or, I loved LSU. The cover. Obviously, it was good last year. Yeah, but Bama broke my heart. Out. They won by like thirty. LSU got shut out. Yeah, no, it was it was bad. I, that was like my pick of the year. They've got they've gotten shut out two of the last three times they played they played Bama. That's not a good sign. Well, but. that was without the Heisman quarterback. That was without that was with wide receivers that couldn't catch. They got remember wide like like, like the last out. two or yeah. three years they kept the same wide receivers. It's just that they emphasized catching. They were catching the ball 20,000 times a day. 20,000 a day? That's what I saw on ESPN. 20,000? I saw something on ESPN. It was either 20,000 a day or 20,000 a week. I hope it's a week. That's 1,000 times an hour, man. Well, that's if you don't sleep, too. Yikes, it's got to be a week. That's like 1,200 times an hour when you're awake. It's got to be a week. It's probably, or a month. I don't know. Regardless, that's a lot of balls being caught. Other balls to grab. I usually, like, the big games, like, I'll pick one, I'll talk on my ass if I'm, like, 51% sure one will hit. I have no idea. I'm not confident in this. I like Bamba just because they're the home team, but uh, six and a half is a ton of points. I'm saying LSU. Um, I went to this exact game four years ago, and I can tell you that's going to be one of the most wild atmospheres of all time. Yeah. Um, but with that being said... Joe Burrow against top 25 teams this year is throwing the ball, is throwing, I think, an 80% completion percentage. Like, he's not the quarterback that gets phased by big moments. He's going to walk in there. He's going to be fine. Um, This is going to come down to if Tua can stay healthy. And based off his injury and how other players in the past have recovered from this injury, I don't think he's going to be fully healthy for this game. Um, if for some reason Mac Jones has to play the second half, I think Ellis I think LSU's gonna win. Yeah. I guess um, that defense. Like he's fine, but he's gonna struggle. Like Mac Jones is a like Mac Jones proves 
when he played Arkansas that he is a good quarterback when given a full week to prepare. The only problem is he's not getting that. He's not getting the he's not getting the week to prepare because Tua is practicing. Did you see Bama has like this new like it's not like a surgery, but it's this new like procedure to get like your high ankle sprain, like it gets fixed super fast. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? No. You haven't? No, no it's let me let me look it up. Wait, this is a real thing. Yeah, no, I'm not fucking with you. Somebody from Alabama went so deep into this that they created a high ankle well, sprain. Well, it's like their Alabama uh, quarterback inside to us. Tight tightrope surgery accelerates. I mean, like they might not have invented it, but like they've been having success because two is like ankles are made out of like broken glass. And there's a procedure called... Which doesn't help. The tightrope... That's it. It's just the tightrope. Which has been... I thought it was going to be like the tightrope procedure. It was just the tightrope. That's why there was a pause. Which was used to accelerate recovery from ankle sprains. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to like struggle through reading that. Fair. But it's something Bamba's been using. I've read like... I've seen like a few places. Um... That is nuts. This is like the TB12 method, but it's like Saban's version. Yeah. I mean, if it's probably like been around a while. They just have had success with it, but... Um, uh, Kansas State at Texas, minus seven. Kansas State has been red hot. They're now ranked 16th in the nation, which is crazy. They were preseason ninth in the Big 12. Texas has looked like some hot garbage. They're unranked. That being said, Texas off a of bye week. They're at home. They're probably pissed off because they suck. Texas minus seven. Um, yeah, so Kansas State is losing their best cornerback, A.J. Parker, for this week. So he's not playing. Texas is getting some of their players back. They're off a bye. It's a home game for Texas. So basically for the same reasons that you said, I'm going to take Kansas State to cover, but Texas to win. You like Kansas State to cover? Seven points. Yeah, I mean, they're probably the better. They've shown they're the, the better The one team, thing about Kansas State that they always do is they know how to win the game based off, like, time of possession and stuff like yeah. that. Like, they're not the team that's going to blow you away. They've proven that they can. They put up a lot of points against Oklahoma, put a lot of points up, like, earlier in the season against some, some crummy teams. But what they've been known for in the past is time of possession, running the ball well, keeping themselves in the game. I think it's going to come down to, like, a dick or the kicker field goal or it's going to be like something like that seven points so it's either going to be a push for me or it's going to be a win for me so i like it i like kansas seven's a lot considering how bad texas has been that's what i mean like kansas state is ranked so they've proven to be the better team they just beat oklahoma i think that i think that they're gonna keep it close texas is gonna find a way to keep themselves in this and they're gonna if they win then texas is gonna be like we're back we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Six and four, six and three. We're gonna be a top twenty-five team next week. Y'all fillers wait. I like her. I like her to be back next year, so they will still be good. But I just want them to be good one year. No, I don't. It's I'm just tired of Oklahoma every year. That's fair. Like just someone else. I don't, I don't think Virginia gets good. Well, not that. That'll be a few years. I mean, we were good last year, but Iowa at Wisconsin minus nine and a half. Two very good defenses. Uh, Iowa beat Iowa State 
18-17 week three, and they've done absolutely nothing since. I don't think they're that good. Let that be known. I do, however, like them in this game. Uh, it's going to be super low scoring probably. Their offense and defensive lines are among the best in the nation. Iowa plus nine and a half. This was a tough one for me because, like you said, I do think it's going to be one of those games that's like 12 10, like a big 10 that's sort of matchup. I don't like Iowa, but. Like, I don't like Iowa either, but this is the thing about Wisconsin. They have the best running back in all of college football. Just give him the ball. That's what a Big Ten matchup is. You run the ball with your running back a bunch of times, and then your quarterback finishes the game like 7 of 10 for 120 yards and a touchdown. Jack Cohn is a 7 of 10 for 120 yards and a touchdown. That's, that's what he is every time. Yeah. Evan Stanley or whatever his name is of Iowa, yeah. obviously he throws the ball a lot more. He's on pace to uh, break the record for touchdowns thrown at Iowa. Really? So, good for him. He's at 65 right now. The he's been the starter for, like, I think... For four like, years. Yeah, like, yeah. He So, like, the record... He's at 65, the record's 67, so he'll probably beat it by the end of the season. I hope he does, because Iowa's got to cheer for something. But, in this game, it's not going to happen. Wisconsin's defense was one of the better ones in the beginning of the year when they were playing the non-powerhouse teams. I think they're going to show out against Iowa. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a huge game. He's already averaging 150 yards for his career. He's been absurd. It's like in 35 games, he has 5,100 yards. That's ridiculous. If he comes back, he'll break the outside rusher. I don't think Absolutely. he'll come back. No, he's not, he's not going to come back. He's going to be a top 10 to. pick in the draft next year probably. He's I've, I've seen him in like second and third rounds. They're worried because he's getting so many carries. Oh, that's fair. That's DeAndre Swift's like the top back in most drafts. Really? Yeah, he's a really good pass catcher, which like teams value now. But I, I would, I like Taylor Lodge. I think they're just worried. I'd rather have uh, Taylor. I'd rather have um, who's that? Oklahoma Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard is the guy at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. He's yeah. a sophomore, so he probably won't declare this year. Okay. Or, yeah, I don't okay. Think he can. Unless he's a redshirt, but I don't think so. But I'm not sure he's, about him. He's I, like, I like him more than I yeah, like DeAndre Swift. He's a workhorse though. guy. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. Top three guys. But, um, yeah, so I'm taking Wisconsin minus nine in this one. Missouri at Georgia minus 17. I've been, I was looking. I didn't know this. I've been around at Georgia the past five weeks, which is impressive. I'm a prophet, and I've been sent to win you money. Missouri is going to keep this close. Georgia's offense has looked like horseshit for three weeks now. And Missouri's coming off a bye. Oh, but the quarterback is so good. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying Fromm's good. I'm just saying. Oh my God. Saying so Kyle they have Trask the best running back. So they have the best running back in the uh, best this NFL draft, draft prospect. NFL draft prospect running back. And then uh, their QB is better than Kyle Trask. The quarterback is dog shit, which is why their offense is dog shit. Because if you have the best running back and you have a semi-good quarterback, you should be able to make something work. Missouri plus 17. I'm not saying Georgia's losing to Kansas. I'm saying Missouri plus 17. That is my pick. And meanwhile, I disagree with you. I'm 5-0. I'm, five picking, and no. I'm, I'm defeating them Georgia. Out. I'm saying Georgia. Minus 17. Georgia's the highest-rated defense in all of the SEC. Their defense has been good. Um, Kelly Bryant is banged up entering this game. He might play. If he's probably yeah. He's probably if he plays, I feel way less confident about this pick. Um, but based off what I've been hearing, like he's definitely somewhat injured. 
And if you're somewhat injured against this Georgia team, I would not test your running ability. I would not test your mobility. I would try to keep the ball out of my hands as much as possible. They're going to try to run the ball a lot. They're going to try to do quick passes. It's not going to work against Georgia. Georgia minus 17. Iowa State at Oklahoma, minus 14 and a half. Night game, home game for Oklahoma, coming off a massive upset. 14 and a half, I thought this would be way more. Uh, Iowa State has done absolutely nothing to deserve respect this season. Their biggest win is against TCU in Iowa State. I like Oklahoma. I think they're going to come out pissed off. And probably would by like. Not only is Oklahoma going to come up, come off pissed off. The only reason this is a fourteen and a half point is because of the loss last week. Yeah, no, probably. If if there wasn't that loss, if there wasn't that loss, I would say this would be like a twenty point spread. Yeah. Twenty two point spread, something around that ballpark. Um, I think Oklahoma is very good. Kansas State did a great job at, like, making their. Oklahoma linebackers move around, keeping them on their toes. Iowa State does not have the coaching ability that Kansas State has, though. They, I don't think they're going to have that game plan coming out. I think Oklahoma will win this game by a lot. Um, 14 and a half is just, that's nothing. I think we can agree on something. Notre Dame at Duke plus eight. I feel like Notre Dame has played like a mid-level ACC team every week for, like, the past five years. Yes. Like, every week it's, like, Notre Dame Tech, Notre Dame Duke, Notre Dame Virginia, like, every fucking week. Uh, eight seems low. I was really, really high on Notre Dame. Then I was looking through. Duke's coming off a bye week. Notre Dame hasn't really been this good this season. They lost, They only won by one last week against Tech at home. Eight's kind of a lot. Duke's an okay team. I like Duke plus eight. This is one that I would never bet on in a million years. Yeah, it's, it's an ugly game. Duke is one of those teams that I don't know what to think of. Like, they lose to UNC, they destroy Virginia Tech, then they lose to Pittsburgh. It's every ACC team, dude. They get just killed like... by Virginia. So, like, but I don't get it because, like, the ACC and the Pac-12 are those are those conferences where I have no idea what the hell to think of The Big 12's doing that this year, too. Like, everyone's just, like, killing each other. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, some teams, Except for some teams are at the bottom. Yeah. Go Mountaineers. Anyways. <laughs> hey, we beat Kansas. <laughs> we beat Kansas. That's a good point. Um, no, honestly, I don't, I don't like Duke. I feel like Notre Dame is more consistent for some reason. I, I like, uh, what's the quarterback, Ian Book. Yeah. I like his deep ball ability. I'm, I'm just going to say Notre Dame. Eh, I, I, I don't know. That's a toss-up. Yeah, literally, it's a toss-up. Um, this is probably the second game of the year. Texas Tech at West Virginia, plus two and a half. Game of the week. This game will determine who the eighth-best team in the conference is because the tenth-best is Kansas, and we're fighting for the eight-nine slot. Yeah, so if you're thinking about it logically, when you're – Trying to decide who's the best team in the country or the eighth best team in the Big Twelve, it makes a lot more sense to worry about that Big Twelve matchup. Huge, yeah, I, I'd say so. Uh, both the teams are basically out of the bowl game. That should be well. Eight and nine is a huge difference because you look at nine, it's like oh, they're basically like the worst team because they're like right next to Kansas and we don't count Kansas. You look at eight, they're like they're one of the middle teams. They're okay. So this is this is huge, massive implications. W's offense has been very, 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 very five varies. Jesus, 
very bad this season. They can't run or throw the ball with any success. Uh, Western Virginia played last Thursday, so they kind of had a bye. Texas Tech actually had a bye. Five extra days of rest. I like Texas Tech. Minus two and a half. WVU by three million. That is all I have to say. That's your game. I have no reason to say that. I think we actually suck, and Texas Tech will probably beat us, but I'm picking West Virginia. Our defense is going to have to do a ton to win this because we just can't run the ball, and Kendall can't throw the ball. Sam's a good luck charm. And now Allison transferred. Yeah, thank God. So, like, we're on our third string, and Kendall gets out of here. Gone and forgotten. Tennessee at Kentucky. Another even line. We had one two weeks ago. We have one again. Last game, Kentucky played 29-7, went over Missouri. This Bowden kid, who was the wide receiver, now the QB, legit. Uh, he reminds me of Khalil Tate. I don't want to like put him up there yet, like Pete Khalil Tate. Uh, Tennessee's look better of them late. Tennessee's look better of late, but do not let them fool you. This team stinks. Yeah, they're terrible. Kentucky, buddy. Tennessee stinks. Kentucky has, like... Somewhat quarterback now. He can't really throw, but like he's super fucking athletic. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like, I like him as like that Trayvon Boykin type of guy. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly. He literally, and it was like a rating game, but he was breaking ankles, and Mizzou just looked they could do nothing. Yeah, so I mean, honestly, I I've been on this boat since the very beginning, since we started recording these podcasts. That Tennessee is awful. They're hot garbage, and for that reason and that reason alone. I'm picking Kentucky. Yeah. You're not going to travel to Kentucky and beat them. Uh, college basketball rundown. College basketball started Tuesday. We had the first night, obviously, some very good games. Two mini upsets. Uh, number four, Duke beat number three, Kansas. Number two, Kentucky beat number one, Michigan State. Maxie looked very good on Kentucky, the shooting guard. Reminds me a lot of Malik Monk. Him and Haggins is going to be a super fun backcourt. Uh, Kansas game, but Kansas turned the ball over 28 times, which I've never seen that many turnovers from a good team. Duke only won Wait, by... What was that West Virginia game? Like, I, I want to say, like, our sophomore game. Baylor? Yeah. 22. We hit, we hit 20, and I should have gotten the stadium, like, went insane. Because every time there's a... Because all we're good at is getting steals and pressing. So every time there's a turnover, like... That's, like, us, like, hitting a three, basically. And, like, it shows up on the board how many turnovers are about. And we went crazy. But that was – I felt like there's turnover every second of that game. Yeah. And this one, there's 28. Duke won by two, which, like, is even less encouraging for Duke. Uh, well, really, they won by five. But they won by five? I mean, they were up 68-63 with four seconds left before Kansas walked up the court and shot a three. Oh, okay. I, I was probably grabbing a beer or something, but <laughs> – uh, it's early in the season, and both teams have a lot of young guys, but this was not an encouraging game for either of them. The Kentucky-Michigan State game, both teams look good. Uh, last night, not as many good games. UVA held Syracuse to 34, so they're still going to be good. Great sign, considering how many players left. They Virginia had. only scored 45, though. That's how they play, though. They, like, literally wait till there's one second left, and then they, like, give it someone for a post-hook, and it goes in, like, 20% of the time. Yeah, but, like, putting up 45 in a game is not a good sign. No, that, dude, I'm telling you, that's how they play. It's it's really, really gross, but they just don't have talent, so they're super, like, 
methodical, I guess, like a Big Ten team. I don't know. I mean, it definitely, like, I'm not saying they're winning the natty, but holding a team to 34 is crazy. Um, coincidentally, Cole Anthony dropped 34 by himself. He's going to look great in the next jersey next year. He has very little help. I The only one I know on his team besides Leaky Black, or he's the only one I know. Leaky I Black. like uh, the white guy number four, I think it was. Rainmaker. Rain. We'll just call him Rainmaker. I don't know right. his name. He's a small. He's a white guy number four on UNC. Is he like a backup guard? Uh, he's just. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. He's on the court though. He was. He, he was on the court a few times. There was a few times where Cole Anthony was like go, like going off and like making three after three after three, but there would be like one time where Cole Anthony would pass the ball to somebody. It was usually the white guy. Yeah. Good shooter. Um, so that's pretty much all. James Wiseman had a good game against, like, FCS Eastern. That's pretty much all for college basketball. Super excited it's back, though. I was going to say, it feels good to have, like, a lot of sports going on, like, at one time. Oh, the NFL, NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA. Like, there is always something happening on every night. I am obsessed with this part of the year. We got the... Plus, it's cold too. outside. It is cold outside, so I don't want to be outside as much. But yeah, exactly. Just, like, listen to podcasts. Yeah. Stuff. Makes it a lot listen more fun. Listen the Red Cup Report all day. Then watch sports all day. It's, um, but as I was saying a little bit ago, the NFL is also happening right now. We're at the midway point of the season. Um, these are my top ten teams... I'm going to start with the 10th best team and work, and work my way to the first. Uh, number 10, I have the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey looks like the MVP. He is untouchable. If they can figure out how to get Kyle Allen to throw the ball a little bit more, then they're going to be a very good team to they deal with. They should Will Greer. Huh? They should Will Greer. If they put Will Greer in, I think that they're Super Bowl. Guaranteed Super Bowl. Yeah, like, on, like locks. That's that's a lock. This is Cam Newton's on the IR now, right? Yes. So like, if he gets hurt, we could realistically have Will Greer starting for a playoff team. Yes. I like the sound of that. Um, number nine, I got the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the first or the last two weeks. So basically, the Eagles got killed two weeks in a row when they were starting their fourth string and fifth string cornerbacks, um, going up against former All Pro quarterbacks. No shit, you're going to lose those games. Then, once they got their cornerbacks back the last two weeks, they've looked like a much better team. Beat the Bears, beat the Bills. They're hot. They have a bye week right now. Then they have the Patriots. That's going to be a test for them. Number eight, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Zeke and Dak look borderline unstoppable right now. They have one of the best front sevens in the NFL. If their secondary can get a little bit better, they almost traded for Jamal Adams. That would have made them a borderline lock for the Super Bowl. But their secondary is a little depleted right now. I don't like it that much. Cowboys at eight. Number seven, Chiefs. Uh, Most power rankings that you're going to look at have them higher. Patrick Mahomes is still out as of right now, which means Matt Moore is the quarterback. When does Mahomes get back? I'm pretty sure he comes back in like two weeks. Okay. So I mean, like, as, long, definitely as long as they're winning time. games, yeah. I would keep him out. Like, it's not worth rushing him back. Now they're like high they got enough weapons that are yeah. Actually, no, he was a knee injury. Yeah, he was a knee injury, but like after the win this previous week, I forget who they played, like you saw him like jumping around and like sprinting on the field yeah. and stuff. So time. he looks like he's getting there. 
But again, as long as you're winning, don't rush it. But they have so many weapons. So many weapons. Um, coming in at number six, I believe, is the Seattle Seahawks. Look, Russell, Wels Russell Wilson looks unbelievable. 20 touchdowns to one interception, I believe, on the year. That's they crazy. just got Josh Gordon. They have DK Metcalf. They have Tyler Lockett. That is a deadly wide receiver trio with two of the biggest wide receivers and fastest in the NFL because Gordon's a freak and Metcalf is just a nicer version of him. A drug-free version of, of Josh Gordon is DK Metcalf. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, their defense <laughs> looks unbelievable. They always have that Pete Carroll scheme. If they can find like one more playmaker somewhere, then they're going to be bolstered up a little bit higher. Number five, Packers. Aaron Rodgers is doing that thing where he kind of looks around the league and goes, fuck it, fuck all you guys. I'm the best player here. And he kind of just like wins games whenever he wants. The only problem is he doesn't do that every game. So they're a little bit lower right now, but definitely a high team to beat in the NFC. Four, Saints. Uh, Drew Brees is coming back. Defense looks really good. That's really all I have to say about the Saints. Uh, number three, Patriots. Patriots just lost their first game against the Baltimore Ravens. Tom Brady's not looking as good as he used to. I don't know I was going to say, but their defense is unbelievable. Uh, take away the last game, I think they were, like, they would have been 3-3-1 three, three, and one with just their defense. I was 4-2-2 two, 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 at one point. I feel like we're not that many games into the season yet. Yeah, we are. 3-3-1. Three, 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 at one point, point we're 3-3-1. Three, 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 yeah, okay, okay, okay. But that's, that's insane, insane, though. No, I remember, like, regardless. regardless of what it is, that would be better than the Jets, the, Jets, the Dolphins, the Bengals, uh, the Browns. The, the, the Jets and the Knicks are both 1-7. and seven. Like, dude, why, why do sports hate me, dude? Uh... West Virginia hasn't won a game in like at least a college month. sports. More than a month. At least college betting likes you. Well, that's because I work hard at that. I can't work hard on RJ Barrett hitting fucking threes. I mean, work go on, ahead. You can I'm work sorry. on your three pointer. I don't need to. Anyways, number two, Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is not the best quarterback in the NFL in terms of throwing ability and stuff like that. He is much improved. Um, if there was a most improved player in the NFL, Lamar Jackson would get it. But with that being said, Why don't the thing, that work? I don't know. Seems I, like it'd be easy. Like, yeah, hey, seriously. Here's a twenty-nine trophy. <laughs> I think it's a little more than that. Well, but like, it, it doesn't, doesn't have to. Be. It could just be a ribbon. It's just like, like they just—they don't care about the actual trophy. Blue ribbon. So like, you did it. They're like, what? There you go. Um, no, that being said, though, the thing that makes Lamar Jackson special, like, you could have seen it when he was in college, he's really fast. Yes. Yeah, he, know, he knows how to do that running thing very, very, very well. And his offensive coordinator is the guy that led Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers to their ridiculous playoff run back in the day when Colin Kaepernick was tearing the league apart. So, safe to say, Lamar Jackson's in pretty good hands. He's been very good at the 
the running pig. pig. Also the throwing pig. Yeah, he's, no, yeah. He's, he's, good at he's much it. better at the throwing thing. Yeah. But people are scared of the running thing, so they yeah. have to treat the throwing thing. If he develops a third thing, the league is booted. What third thing does a quarterback need? I don't know, need? dude. I don't know. I mean, realistically, he has all the skills of a running back. The vision, playmaking, uh, agility, yeah. like, all of that. No, like, it's running like back. Tyler is insane. That's what I mean. He's... I, like, my top three, like, running... Or MVP, whatever, is, like, Lamar Jackson, McCaffrey, and Russell Wilson. I would not be surprised if Lamar Jackson... Uh, those are the three favorites, right? I've, I've seen, seen like Rodgers in there. Thanks. I was gonna say Rodgers is in there. Dak was in there for a little bit. I don't um, know Dak's not gonna win it anymore. He's had a few rough games, but yeah. And then, anyways, my number one team is the 49ers. They have the best defense in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo um, is a very good quarterback. Kyle Shanahan is the all is like the Lincoln Riley of the NFL. Just creates unbelievable offensive schemes. No matter what game he's in. They just got Emmanuel Sanders adding another uh, wide receiver threat to that team. I'd watch out for the Niners. They're gonna be they're gonna be making a deep run in the playoffs. And yeah, that's my top ten. So I got Panthers, or I'm sorry, we'll go we'll go one to ten. Forty Niners, Ravens, Patriots, Saints, Packers, Seahawks, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles, Panthers. I know you guys have been on the edge of your seat for this. It's Thursday, parlay of the week. 0-2 so far, forgot to do it last week. We're back. Penn State money line, minus 270. They're going to be Minnesota. Easy game. OSU, Maryland, under 65. New game, Maryland sucks, under. LSU money line, I picked Bama, but plus 185 is very, very good value. On a game that like a lot of people think is gonna be a toss up, especially with two injured, all three of those parlay plus three forty six or no plus six forty six. I don't know why I read that as three plus six forty six. You're really just it's plus six forty six. LSU wins parlay of the week. Next topic. No, yes, it's not a lock in any way whatsoever. That's hundred percent a lock. Penn State at Minnesota. That's, that's a lock. No, it's money, not. That's not the line. That's money line. They just have to win. You think Minnesota had like is going to beat Penn State? I think there's a chance. There is a chance, but it's also a lock, so there's no chance. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Maryland under, like if they score like two points, that could not hit also. But hey, I'm due. I'm due for a parlay of the week to hit. I'm off a bye week too, so my team's better. Yeah, so I forgot to do it last week. It was a spooky episode last fresh, week. Fresh minds. Uh, last notable news: the college football playoff rankings dropped. Uh, not a lot of huge surprise. Like some people were surprised, but it was obviously Ohio State, LSU, Bama, Penn State, Clemson, Georgia, Oregon, Utah. I think those are the only like eight teams with any shot they could get. I agree. Um, the big news was, well, the two things, Ohio State number one over LSU. But, like, if you look at what they've done, it makes sense. The, the Their main argument was the LSU win over Texas. It's not, like, big anymore. It doesn't mean anything. Because they were, what, like, number, like, 12? Yeah. Them. At and the like, time, it was a top 25 matchup. And then now Texas sucks. So, uh, Clemson also being below Penn State was big because they're undefeated. Penn State's also undefeated. They have some better wins. Undefeated never lost. That makes sense. 
I don't know. What do you think about? Is there anything? Penn State sneaking into the fourth spot's a little weird to me. But, I mean, outside of that, there's not really anything that I can complain with. I would probably keep Clemson at the four. Yeah. Um, I think Clemson's better than Penn State. Yeah, I think Clemson's better than Penn State also. So I would put Clemson at the four, Penn State at the five, keep the rest the same. What What about Ohio State, LSU? I kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat that uh, you're in, too. Like, when you actually look at the schedules, and, like, like when I first read it, when I first saw it, I was like, how the hell is Ohio State jumping this? Yeah. There's a lot of things that, like, were surprising to me about that because they had the chance to make this a 1v2 matchup. Like, the college football rankings could have very easily said, Ohio State, Division of State, three, he'll jump whatever team... Uh, loses the Alabama uh, LSU game. I, I think, think the winner of that's going to jump. Because Ohio State, State plays Maryland this week. That's a dog yeah. game. I, I think, think whoever wins is going to jump that. Ohio State's going to be two. So they probably should have just kept Ohio State at the three. That would make more sense. To and me. then they would have been able to like preview this game as a 1v2 matchup. Like it would have been huge news, huge ratings, whatever. But instead, they put Ohio State at the one, which, I mean, again, makes sense. Three Heisman uh, finalists or three Heisman favorites. Yeah, they deserve um, it. Hardest schedule out of the out of the main teams that we're arguing about. So, I agree with it. All right. Anything else? Nope. Two down. <laughs> Love you guys.